Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you along with Levi Solicitors, who will give you that 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan Moylan, Michael Normanson, and Rob Conlon with you on the World Cup Diaries. Um, quick mention for TSB Plus, where if you're not keeping up with the real FIFA World Cup or you've had your fill of it, get over to the World Buttercup, our own knockout tournament. We've broken Adam Pope, essentially, haven't we, of, of BBC Radio Leeds. <laughs> he was very confused. Yeah. We d- he didn't fully know what was going on until he arrived, did he, so... Uh, it was good fun, though. I enjoyed it a lot. And he enjoyed laughing at Rod Hull as a concept <laughs> when we discussed that. Yeah, laughing at the death of Rod Hull. Let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, I walked in to the office mid-record of that and just heard Adam Pope laughing about whether Andy Robinson had shat himself. <laughs> <laughs> these, are the, these are the big questions, anyway. Yeah, we're settling it based on random categories. It's nonsense. It's a bit of light, fluffy nonsense. Um, and you can find that over on the Extra Ball video on the website as well thesquareball.net forward slash plus if you want to have a look at that. Um, same place as well on the website for merch. Christmas merch, mugs back in stock now. We've had a restock of the Bielsa stuff, which is the most popular stuff we you've, do. You've got a, t- a hoodie on. Yep. Those are in stock. Those are for this, sale. This is the original first run, though. The, then These are exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> are they? Just, it's <laughs> they just are. a newer batch. Yeah, yeah. But they've got this calendar as well, if you're on the video. Yep. Look at that. Whoa. Charity. That's the charity calendar. All, all the profits of which are going to the Leeds Cancer Centre. You can find that on the website as well. Just go to thesquareball.net forward uh, forward slash. Just have a look at the shop. World Cup. Yeah. We, we are doing the World Cup diary. That's still going on. Yeah, uh, they're persisting with it, aren't they? They are. Group G and H was um, the second round of fixtures was wrapped up on Monday, which was the last time we recorded, wasn't it? That was ahead of the uh, Group A and B settlers. So we're now onto the deciders. Uh, headlines from that basically England dominating Wales and winning comfortably in the end and the USA beating Iran in what was a, a very low key fixture politically and it all got a bit scary did that game towards the end it was very leady because I flicked over from the England-Wales game when that was clearly petering out and I watched like the because the, the injury time in that uh, USA-Iran game ran quite long then it was like 9 or 10 minutes or something and the USA as soon as I flicked over immediately transformed into Leeds United 1-0 up and hanging on by the fingernails I am loving all the injury time in this World Cup, I have to say. I really just hope they bring it in. It solves so many problems to just actually add time on where people have wasted it. It would transform the games, certain number of games at Ellen Road this year, wouldn't it? It would. It, it, every Wolves game would just be going, an Everton game would just be going on for... Forever. Like 200 minutes, just a, a, a never-ending game of football. with, And they seem to be added on time in injury time as well. Mm. It's something I've noticed as well. So they'll put nine minutes up, but then if people time wasted injury time, they play another two. Yeah, which, which is what they should do. It's exactly it? what they should do. It's, yep. It just completely solves the problem. That was the uh, the athletic piece after the USA game was about the stoppage time called nine minutes 53 or something. And they're all going, well, it's got to be up now. But he was still adding on time from the goalkeeper. 
uh, delaying tactics. But yeah, it's good. I think part of that piece as well was just about how great Tyler Adams is and that he's just carrying all their hopes, basically. And that um, every time they were losing the ball, the ball or it was getting deeper and deeper into their half, it was just Tyler Adams making tackles, making interceptions and the bench just going crazy for it. Did you see the little piece with his um, with his mum and his stepdad that did the rounds? No, I've not seen it. Oh, no, it's good. It was... Uh, that was very emotive. His mum ended the clipping. It was like two, three, four minutes, whatever, and his mum ended the clipping tears. So, you know, it gets you right in the field. So she's very proud of her boy. He's, he's done really well. Loved soccer from a young age, that kind of vibe. I saw the one of Aronson's family, his dad, Rusty. Rusty, yeah. And he had a football pitch in his cellar, basically, mm. did Brendan Aronson, which was quite good. There's some footage of him and his brothers, and well, his brother, and then I think it must have been some mates all playing on like a, a really little pitch with like. Um, and the support poles in this thing—it looks like a health and safety nightmare. But yeah. he's—he's reckoning that's where he learned his kind of good close control oh, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, the, the anti-fritzel approach. <laughs> I was going to say because the athletic piece before the World Cup was all about how Brendan Aronson was basically locked in a cellar by his dad. And I thought this is a bit sinister, actually. <laughs> yeah, it looked like they were having fun in there anyway. Good. That's what I will say. Um, England Wales. What did you make of it? Ended, ended up as a routine win for you. It's funny, isn't it? That England being England, like you should be so proud of your of your nation on the world stage, and I was, but. I just found myself, my attention drifting away from that because it ended up quite um, quite an easy win in the end, really, wasn't it? We had a little window into the Welsh side of it as well because from the walk group, there's a couple of Welshmen in there and they were bemoaning their performance at the World Cup and sort of saying how terrible they were and how they've not even given it a go. And, I... and the sort of end, of a gen- end, end of a generation feel about it as well, isn't it? Like with Bale and, and Ramsey, who are obviously not going to stick around too much longer. Yeah. So where do you, where do you go from here? They saw this as their... That's sort of great hope, I guess. It's too late from though, isn't it? That's the thing. That Bale is basically useless now. Yeah. I, I think I said it before the game and then panicked that he was going to make us look stupid, but he's, he was still rubbish. I mean, he, he did go off injured, so maybe that was, was hampering him. But he's just not his old golf. Anymore. His old golf injury. Well, it, <laughs> that's the thing with him. If you take out Bale and Ramsey, who were genuinely brilliant players a while ago, it's a pretty thin squad, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's... You know they've got they've got a League Two player on the bench. They've got Tyler Roberts and Dan James in there when when he's fit. Anyway, uh, there's not much in the way of quality there, is there? So I don't I don't think they could necessarily have expected more. But I think it's just the England Wales thing. There was maybe a hope it would be a bit more competitive than it was. Do you think that England, sorry Wales, were not a fault? Is not the right word. Were they were they too much on the back foot? Is what I want to ask. Or were England just that dominant? Or were Wales sitting far too deep for a team that needed to go out there and win? I think. Uh... That's kind of Wales's thing though, isn't it? I mean, I don't know, I'm not an expert on Welsh football, but I think, like you say, when you have got a bit of a limited squad, it's kind of hard to then try and go toe-to-toe with an England team, which is packed full of players that play at the top end of the Premier League. I mean, England, were, I know the first half was pretty dreary, but England were good in the second half. And I mean, the more you see Bellingham, the more you think, oh Christ, he actually looks like a really good footballer. <laughs> but yeah, the second half was fun for an England game. It feels like a very England World Cup in that, after the first game, it was it's coming home, and then after the second game, it was a terrible get Southgate out. Chuck this it, is a disgrace. Chuck it all in the bin. And after the third game, it's like oh maybe it's coming home mm. then again. I didn't like. I mean, I mean, saying that no one's been that good in this World Cup. I know no, Fran- exactly. France had the moments, and Spain looked good in the first game, but then against Germany, it was. You don't a bit need to be miss, in the but... groups. You don't need to be, do you? You just got to get out of them. Yeah, I think we're maybe. I don't know. Are we, are we too critical of England? I, I don't know. People expect a lot from international football. I think when actually a lot of it is kind of crap or disjointed mm. or I think it was Southgate after the game he was asked about kind of letting England off the leash and he was just a bit like well there is no leash like it's just <laughs> this is kind of a, a group of random footballers who don't play together very often 
and we try and play good football and sometimes it doesn't happen and sometimes the opposition make it difficult. And But yeah, but when these good players do show their talent, it can be really good. Like the second half was very good, I thought. And we saw Calvin. Yeah. yeah. He got an assist. He did. It does count. It does count. He, yeah. he put, it was on a plate for him, wasn't it, really? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it was good to see Calvin, though. He's it still, was nice. He's still, he's still, I, I think because I've not seen him did you think, in a Man City shirt, basically, I still kind of think he's out. Yeah. yeah, did you kind of go, oh, that's nice to see Calvin. Oh, you bastard, you left us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that about Ben White as well, though. He's, he played for us like one season a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it's... Uh, Imagine he's gone home now, hasn't he, for personal reasons? Yes, yeah, I hope he's all right. Yeah. Anyway, whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, it was, it was good to see Calvin. And I thought, I don't know, the way Declan Rice has played, is Calvin in with the chance of getting back in? I don't know, he's not, he's looked a bit, Running in treacle as Rice, I would say so far, but mm. probably won't change it. I don't think you can drop Bellingham, probably, can you? The, the way he's, he started this. No, but probably will. <laughs> group A then finished with Netherlands top, Senegal second, Ecuador in third, and Qatar bottom of the group, surprisingly. That's a shame from. Ah, well. Footballing powerhouse. Uh, That's what happens when you buy your way into a tournament you shouldn't be in. Yeah. Uh, England, USA, Iran, and Wales finishing in that order in Group B means that it's Netherlands, USA on Saturday, and then uh, England, Senegal. On Sunday, which should be entertaining, shouldn't it? I do. Um, I kind of want Tyler Adams to break Cody Hackbo just out of pure bitterness that if mm. we can't enjoy him scoring goals, I think nobody should be able to. So go on, Tyler, do it for us. I mean, he's been scoring against nobody's. What are they banging on about? We're not. We're not signing him, are we? No, <laughs> absolutely zero possibility. The fact think... it's even still a discussion is hilarious. <laughs> I think it's still a discussion because we like to take the piss out of how <laughs> stupid it is. I mean, to, to openly turn around as an owner and go, yeah, well, we'll go back in for him in January. You don't, don't even say, just don't say anything. <laughs> just stop stop talking, Andrea. Oh, I'll me. give him a second chance. Because yeah. you know it's like with footballers as well. If they want to move, they'll try and force one, won't they? And I know it doesn't always come off, but if Gakpo had wanted to come start the season, he could have probably put some serious pressure on to get the move. But I think he went, nah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Ever since deadline day, there's basically been a few months of stories of, Hackpo himself just saying, nah, didn't, fancy <laughs> didn't, that. didn't want that. Yeah. But Leeds are Southampton, you must be joking. So. <laughs> uh, on to the Wednesday games then, that was Group C and D. So this is yesterday as we are recording, um, at Thursday at 11 o'clock. That got interesting for a bit. Now I was out watching my daughter's pre-Christmas theatre group show, so I missed all the fun here. What but was it? The show. Uh, two two groups, the younger group did, they did Nativity the Musical, Little, mm-hmm. a review performance of that and then the second half the older group did Elf the Musical which was fun any good? awful no it was good it was good just yeah. like the other kids yeah. Yeah. my daughter was good yeah. the rest of them brilliant I mean, amateurish she, she is a very good singer by the way so yeah I missed all the fun in the uh, in the Saudi Arabia Mexico game and that 95th minute goal uh, by Saudi Arabia ultimately meaningless but that stopped it going down to almost basically toss of a coin, wasn't it? We got to fair play levels mm. um, and all it would have taken was a couple more bookings for it to go completely dead heat and they would have had to flip a coin at FIFA HQ or whatever, Poland. which no, which everybody would have thought was above board. Poland were probably relieved they didn't have Matthias Click when they were looking at the fair play thing. I know. <laughs> Keep him away. Actually, yeah. in the um, in the Wales game, I want to give credit to, to Dan James, by the way, because uh, Paddy Power did like a, a free five quid bet builder thing. We can add several things on. I cashed it out, but one of mine, with the one with the longest odds, Dan James yellow card. I thought he's, I've seen him. I've seen it many a time. And dirty, the dirty little scumbag. He'll get there yeah. as quickly as he can, and he's going to boot someone. And sure enough, he did. And at that point, I was like, I was offered like forty quid to cash out. I was like, yeah, fine. Cheers, Dan. I'll have that. So yeah, thank you, Dan James, for being predictable. Well done. Well done. 
So yeah, uh, Argentina ultimately progressed with Poland in second place. That was the dramatic, big dramatic finish. Yeah. Did we enjoy Argentina's penalty they were given? Didn't see this. Oh, what happened? Seen it. I saw that. I saw it got saved. But... Oh, it was. Um, do you remember? The, well, I'll, I'll talk about a Leeds event. Do you remember the start of the season, the Wolves uh, game, when Christensen went up for a header with um, yes, with the Wolves keeper who absolutely smashed into him. Mm-hmm. It was like that, except it was the slightest glove on uh, on Messi. But the VAR looked at it and decided it was a penalty. Right, special rules. So yeah. it was interesting exercising consistency yes. the, the penalties in this World Cup have been completely random haven't they it seems with what they've looked at and gone like, like the first England game where they looked at that Maguire one clearly in the first few minutes where someone rugby tackled him didn't give anything and then there was a much then they ran penalty late on they gave for something It's been, yeah, for something that was far weaker it has been a bit bizarre but I've quite liked the, the general state of the refereeing in this tournament in the sense that A there's the timekeeping which has been a lot lot better mm. and I so say I want to see games going all night just get your money's worth. Yeah, absolutely. That's all. I think it's as an entertainment product. It's only fair that you get to watch at least an hour of football. But secondly, the distance in terms of emotional distance between the referees and the players has been that much greater. I think, like in the Premier League, it always strikes me because they've got the select group that do the Premier League fixtures. It's a small pool. The refereeing the same players, you know, a lot of weeks across the course of the season. I think it's all a bit too chummy and pally. I'd like to see a little bit of distance between players and refs. And I think you get it at the World Cup where they're just not standing for the shit. Whereas I think they want to be mates in the Premier League. Mm. Might be just completely imagining that. but Yeah, although I suppose the thing you complained about in the Premier League is kind of big big player, big team bias. And then you get Messi being given a penalty for someone tickling him. And yeah. you think, well, <laughs> does that just follow through in, in a slightly different way? Yeah, I think the, re- the referee's been a lot better than the Premier League. I would say that as a, as a general, if you had to throw a blanket, yeah. blanket over it, it's been better. I'd say so, yeah. I, I still don't like the... Um, the use of VR for penalties, I think that's been all over the place. Like right. the, the really soft one Ronaldo got as well was unforgivable. I don't, I don't see why that's particularly because they let more, more, more go, they let more go on the outfield, aren't they? So yeah. to see that given in the, in the penalty area. And again, the fact Ronaldo and Messi have both had the, probably the two softest penalties at the World Cup and given to them too. Yeah, it does kind of make you think: is this a well? Wasn't it? Um... Someone at FIFA that described Ronaldo as a genius for winning that penalty, like the way he engineered the contact. And you think, no, he's a cheat. <laughs> it's a cheat. It's a cheat. Although it was, did we enjoy him uh, desperately trying to claim he'd scored a goal the other day? Anyway, yeah, that yeah, was good. Like Adidas came out and were like, nah, sorry. I'd be so happy when I mean Messi too to an extent when they've gone when they've gone yeah. just because mm. it's so fucking boring. Just them two all the time and being the Twitter weirdos as well. Yeah, like I wish I just want all that to go away. Yeah. Like people who are. Who are, if, if the way Elon Musk's going, the Twitter might go away. So, well, that's true. <laughs> People who appear to not support a team but support like Ronaldo, yeah, fucking weirdos. We, I think we spoke about it before, haven't we? Like, uh, there was some research was, and I, I may be getting this wrong. It might have been Goal.com or someone like that on Ninety Minutes or whoever it was commissioned some research, and I think they do it every year, just about football fan habits. And they're saying, yeah, the younger generation of fans and more global fans, not us legacy fans do tend to latch on to individual players rather than teams so they see individual superstars. It's fine to like players. I, I completely get that. Like I've never supported any of the teams that Messi plays for but I've regularly loved watching him do stuff. But I don't... But it's in a more passive way, isn't it? Yeah. Like I just watch it as if I would watch... Well, it's, as a football fan, a you, go, I, I, yeah. you go... There you go. I've, en- I've enjoyed that. Yeah. That's something someone's made and I've enjoyed it. Whereas the sort of weird thing of people arguing about it on Twitter... It's fucking grow up. It's only just it's, <laughs> it's just weird. gonna change to Mbappe and Haaland, isn't it? And that'll be the next thing. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I suppose so. But and on the plus side, neither of them are quite as annoying as, as Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, yeah. Compared to Ronaldo, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's a high bar high bar. Yeah, yeah, he is, in my opinion, a fairly dreadful human. Just I mean, like I've I've only seen the clips that have been 
doing the rounds on socials, you know, with the Piers Morgan interview. Mm. Just, what a what a prick. He's dreadful. Yeah. He's he's a he's a really he's a quite a fascinating bloke mm. in some ways because yeah. he's such a a talented narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange sort of combo. You'd almost expect someone who's that talented, they would be content to be at the level they're at because he's already he doesn't really have anything left to prove, but he's like he's pushing forty, still being like, I am still the best, Anna. Just can yeah. some, can everyone reassure me? I'm I am still the best. I'm kind of like really fascinated by it. It feels quite like he's gone a bit Donald Trump almost. Just mm. like his complete grasp of reality seems to have <laughs> slipped a little bit. And I'm, I'm really interested like yeah. how that happens. Like not not only an upside around decline, mm. but I, I mean, having done my my old job in radio, you see it in there as well. People not realizing that their time's up. Yeah, mm. At some point, you fall off the conveyor belt because all of these things are a conveyor belt. Everything's time limited. Anything in the entertainment industry is time limited, and football is part of that. Eventually, you fall off the conveyor belt and you get replaced by somebody younger and better and faster. I'm looking forward to seeing Ronaldo's surgeries as he gets older because he's not going to take aging with any sort of dignity. Is he? He's going to have the full coming out looking like Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell looks like a Thunderbird puppet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrifying. So yeah, that'll be fun to watch over the years with him still trying to bearing down, still on trying you. to play football and and still taking his shirt off into his sixties. That that weird statue looks more realistic. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, Argentina, Australia, and Poland against France in the next uh, in the next round, which is that's the the route to the final. We can start to look at those now. Mm-hmm. So that will be the quarterfinal tie. The winner of those two games, Rasmus out. We didn't even talk about. No, we're, we're going to say yeah. That's so he's coming home. So uh, so is Dan James. Is oh no, he's out. Sorry, because I uh, I turned on the game at half time, the Denmark game yesterday. I thought oh, I'll watch Rasmus in the mm-hmm. second half, but it'd been taken off. Yeah, I was going to say is he injured, but I don't think he is. Is he? No, I, I don't know. I wasn't watching that one. I'm going to say um, he's coming home now anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that leaves us with just the Americans now, doesn't it? Out there. Yeah. Just the two of them. Coming up then, it's Thursday today. Today's games, uh, we've got Canada, Morocco, Croatia, Belgium in one group, and then Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Spain in t'other. The Spain group is quite interesting looking. Yeah. Just because there are a few different things that could happen in like there. Germany should beat Costa Rica. Which Spain, put, Spain out. Put them Come on. Four points. That'd be quite funny. Yeah, it's... That's uh, what you get for not taking Rodrigo and Urente. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I think they'll. I suspect they'll go through. You know. And uh, Group F, uh, the Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, Canada group. 
Canada bottoming out there. They're out there, aren't they? Yeah. Because as you were saying the other day, Michael, um, you hate... <laughs> You hate Canadians and Canada are rubbish. Was that what you said? That's, that's exactly what I said, yes. Paraphrasing a little bit. Yep. Um, so it's going to be two from Croatia, Morocco and Belgium that go through there. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting this afternoon. Do you know what? I thought Belgium were already out, just the way they seem to have been engulfed in crisis and fighting each other and arguing with each other. I've just seen the table here and thought, oh, they're well, actually they, not all right. Well, they did beat Canada, but they absolutely didn't deserve mm, to, was the yeah. thing. They've basically been terrible for both games um, and somehow have three points. And then um, towards the end of the week. Now, we'll probably come back on the... What day are we going to come back? <laughs> it's Thursday today, isn't it? I've lost track of the days. Uh, so tomorrow's games, um, Ghana, Uruguay, Korea against Portugal, Cameroon, Brazil in the other group with Serbia and Switzerland as well. So Brazil through uh, safely, and then it's going to be... Well, it's interesting, that's quite delicately poised, isn't it? If Serbia beats Switzerland, they will go through. You'd expect Brazil to beat Cameroon, wouldn't you? But you See, never I've, quite... had, I've had all this in the Buttercup trying to work out the... Um... The, vari- the various things that could happen in the final group games. It's, it's like, People have not listened to it all yet, but oh, there's some exciting stuff to come. There's a thing, I think, in the World Cups, I always like to see the African teams progress because you consider a, a game against, and this is no offence to the Swiss whatsoever, but a game against Switzerland doesn't hold the same sort of drama and appeal as a game against Cameroon, does it? And think, like, the fans contribute so much as well. I think because we get to play Switzerland in the Euros and in qualifiers and... It's quite close. It's just the Nations boring. League has only added to that ah. fatigue of it all as well. And like and Ghana in the other group as well. Tony Yeboah still playing. It's a bit like yesterday. <laughs> I was kind of hoping Mexico go through instead of Poland, just because I've seen mm. Poland. Yeah, I'm bored of Poland. It's novelty value. You want <laughs> nothing against him at all, but like we'll, we'll get him in the next Euros draw anyway. Yeah, exactly. We'll see him again soon. Although, I don't. I don't get to watch Mexico much. I did enjoy how at the end of the game, Mexico had won, scored a couple of brilliant goals. They were all in tears. Poland had lost mm. quite and played absolutely terribly and they were all <laughs> dancing around the pitch. It's like, that's yeah. what the World Cup's about. Brilliant. Yeah, so the confirmed knockout ties, as we mentioned before, we've got the Netherlands, States, Argentina, Australia, France, Poland, and then England, Senegal on Sunday evening. We should beat Senegal, shouldn't we? You would think so, yeah. On, um, on balance of probabilities and the relative abilities of the two nations, you would think so. But, you know, World Cup, innit? Anything can happen. And I think the United States have got a decent chance against the Netherlands. Yeah, I've been chatting to Americans about this who have been saying, oh, like they're good I said well they are a good team team in the Netherlands but they're not perfect it's not a vintage Netherlands team is it other than obviously Jack Poe is the best player in the world and they're signing for Leeds in January which I can't wait for there is a lot to be said for the approach of the States though as well that that high energy style you know we've seen a lot of it at Ellen Road haven't we but maybe it's good for a a tournament like this if they can keep their output levels up it's hard to deal with isn't it I mean they've, they've looked They've looked as good as anyone, I would say, so far from, from the bits I've seen of them. First half against Wales, they were bad. It's the final third, though, isn't it? Like They, they yeah. lack that little bit of something in the final third. If you put a striker in that, it's, again, it's rem- reminiscent of Leeds, isn't it, sometimes? Put a striker in and you might be all right. That's Pat Bamford slander. No, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, wrapping it up from a Leeds angle, Tyler Adams, still the greatest midfielder in the world, correct? Looks like it. And uh, I'm enjoying the fact that in the space of a couple of weeks, Leeds fans have pivoted to we're going to sell him in January or at the end of the season, best case scenario. I am slightly worried about all that, to be fair. Like the way just everyone seems to be talking about him and all like these now pundits all over the world saying what a good midfielder he is and he's appearing on Good Morning America and mm. things like that. I just think, no, can everyone just stop talking about him, please? <laughs> he is apparently becoming quite a big star in America because it's not not the main sport over there, is it? So it's even as a even as a international footballer, you're kind of peripheral, I think, to the the general population but he's it seems um, to be cutting through a lot more I mean I might yeah, be wrong I, th- I think it's I think it's really growing massively and he's apparently and as the captain as the, well as the captain he's he's having a real a real moment over there apparently Pul- Pulisic was the captain before wasn't he and it's been given to Adams now 
So and the right choice. Yeah, and obviously Pulisic was the golden boy, but it's tainted by Chelsea. So mm. and has uh, his, his bollocks kicked in the last game. Yes, oh, is that what the abdominal injury was? Uh, the old uh, Eddie, Eddie and Ketty. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the fully. I think the fully twisted. Didn't get fully edited. I think the doctors have managed to um, disentangle them. <laughs> so he's <laughs> caught so, the internet access to his hotel room. So he's he's going to be back. I think disable his VPN. Um, and France after that, if we get through, probably. So that'll be good. We'll see, won't we? We'll see. Um, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. With reference to um, to Tyler Adams and central midfielders, we could see uh, a Tyler Adams versus Mo Kamara showdown at Ellen Road because emails started going out about a friendly against Monaco at Ellen Road on Wednesday, the 21st of December. Details to be fully confirmed, but nobody's yet confirmed it. I think the tickets, the email said the tickets were going on sale yesterday to season ticket holders and it became apparent on a wait they're not on sale and the club haven't actually confirmed this friendly yet. Because, you know, we've been doing the TSB guides. What are we doing this week? We're doing Danny Mills. Danny the, Mills at the World Cup. In the 2002 World Cup. Um, great bunch of lads there in that squad. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, we should we should do a TSB guide to, if we do play Monaco, that week we should do the Tony Yeboa game in Monaco in 1995, I'm going to say, when, yeah. when he scored the hat trick, which is on YouTube. Well worth a watch. So we've got a game Wednesday the 21st of December, potentially, the same day as the next round of the League Cup would have been which we basically binned off. I think I think we lost rather than binned it Did off. we? I think we binned yeah. it off. No. I, think, I think we tried to win that game. Yeah. For a bit. <laughs> oh, and, and only a bit pretending. Mm. We showed up at the party, didn't we? We weren't dancing. When it got to the point of where you'd normally like bring a decent sub on. Yeah, we don't have Jesse's cheese board. We need to talk about Jesse's cheese board. You see the photo on socials of him watching the US men's national team. He's with Pierre Barrieux, I believe it's pronounced, who is the Legion United fitness coach sharing a sofa and it was Jack Evans who was the first one to to flag this one up with us on Twitter saying think this picky tea and wine needs to be discussed next pod is that first of all is that, is that a picky tea I don't that's think it is tea. I think that's a it looks like nibbles to me I think picky tea you've got to have bread of some sort with it and yep. probably like a... fish fingers nuggets what? oh no, I, no are you, are you, if you, are going, you going for middle class if you go, well tea? if you're going continental because I think to go with the cheese bar you need right. to have some meats with it mm-hmm. yeah Maybe like some olives, stuffed peppers, that sort of fucking that monster. sort of thing. You're going full charcuterie, aren't you? Yeah, so. I think so. I don't. I don't eat just the cheese. You middle, you middle class monster. Just saying. What, have you, what have you become? <laughs> well, I did born, spend, born in Wakefield and now eating olives. Fucking hell! I did spend more time than was healthy trying to find out what type of wine he had. I was looking through. <laughs> I was looking through. I looked up because he's in Harrogate, isn't he? And it, there's Waitrose in Harrogate. I thought it's probably Waitrose wine. So I was on the Waitrose website. I looked through 14 pages of, bo- of, <laughs> of, of bottles of wine trying to find out what he was having. And I've got one of those wine warehouse places there, up there as well. That's the sort of place. Probably. That I gave up well. after Waitrose. Yeah. Because it's green, sort of green screw cap with a black band around it. But then the branding changes a bit and it's like, it could be, it could be out of date. So well, but I was trying to, I was, it looked most like, and also because he was with Pierre, I thought yeah. it's probably going to be French. Right. I think it looked most like a, a Sancerre, I think, was the nearest I could I could find. Which Very was, good. Which was, I think, Ken, Ken's drink of choice. Although in the photo... Oh, no, it was probably Fumé, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Although in the photo, there's Jesse and his lad seem to be um, having the glass of wine, not Pierre. I don't, maybe he's not offered him a drink, I don't know. <laughs> Do we know his house that is? is no. It, is it Jesse's or is it, um, is it Pierre's? I don't know. I mean, we've done the computer enhance here on the photo on the sheet in front of us just to get a look at that, that cheese board and the, uh, the plate of crackers. There are some family photos in the in the background on, in the stairwell because the door's being left open. Maybe we could computer enhance like they do in the Hollywood movies. Jesse's so son's got bare feet, actually, so it's probably, it's yeah, probably Jesse's house. He's got his claws out. You don't just get your claws it, out, do It's you? a bit out of order, isn't it, going around someone's house and getting your, getting your toes out. Yeah, especially that near food. 
Yeah, yeah, that's Jesse's house. He's on, so on the table, if you haven't seen the photo, he's got elf napkins. Probably too many for four people, but that's fine. Uh, bowl of nuts, the old pissy nuts. Mm. Look um, like a standard peanut, I'd say. Yep. Uh, you've got a, a circular slate board, which is a nice nice cheese board. It looks like, what's that that big long thing there? Is that is, is that the corkscrew? Because you don't need one because it's a screw top wine. Is that, or is it a, is it a choppy cheesy type thing? At, is it? Um, like a cheese corer. I think, is it? Is it hinged on the side of the board and is it a wire, ah, a wire yes. cutter? It is. I think you might be right. Think well, you, pull, you lift it and pull it down. And the this sort of thing of you shopping at home bargains, whatever. it's all a facade, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> and we've got three cheeses on there. Um, there's what looks like a brie or thereabouts. It's not brie dimensions, but it's got the brie rind on it. Brie dimensional. It? Yeah, brie dimensional. <laughs> there's the title of the show. And then we've got what looks like a hard cheese in the foreground. Mm. That to me looks like they've gone for Parmesan or, or maybe Grana Padano if they're not wanting to push the the boat out too far mm. as your cheaper alternative hard cheese which is inter- an interesting choice for a cheese board because you normally just wang it on your spag bowl don't you <laughs> smelly in it as well parmesan mm. but I do like a bit of parmesan Par- a cheese, but I don't think parmesan's a cheese board cheese though mm. no I, I wouldn't say. have said so parmesan what's, di- the, what's the Spanish one it could be that, that can sometimes manchego manche- it could be manchego potentially and then right. you've got what, what looks like a rindy cheese in the background which I don't know but it looks like it's going to have a bit of funk about it that which, one on the last, un- untouched we should say on the last um podcast when I was talking about my French exchange trip yeah. it just reminded me when I went on that bear in mind I was like 14 and they said oh do you like cheese and I was like oh yeah oh, cheese fucking hell. cheese is banging I think he's like oh that's, cheddar that's my cheddar they brought out this cheese and every bit of it smelled like anus and I just remember thinking <laughs> not for me this smelled a lot of anus I can I can guess what was. you know, you know the, you're familiar with the genre <laughs> we've already discussed my French exchange trip was with a, a 40 year old French builder Sharing a bedroom. <laughs> I, I don't mind a stink. Maybe it's one of those things you get into when you're older. I mean, you're, you're the youngest out of us. Are you into stink, into stink cheese? <laughs> to be, are you talking about cheese? <laughs> no, cheese. Yeah. No, yeah. Not bunking up with student, exchange students, no. Um, smelly cheese, Robbie? No, did, I've did not you? got into that yet. I'm not really... Are you into your blue? I'm not really no. a cheese guy. I, do you know what? I was in the supermarket the other day and I walked past some Dairy Lee Dunkers and I was like... Am I? Can I still get these or not? And I thought oh, I just look a bit weird. I was putting a load of them in my basket. Yeah, I would still get them for my son, but he's eleven, and you're you're, yeah, you're pushing thirty now. Yeah, that's so. true. And the cracker thing. Now, this was what, what caught my attention most of all. I recognise that cracker set because it's fairly familiar. Like I think it's um, definitely on sale in Aldi because we've had it. Wife went up to Morrison's, came back with like she went up there the other day, came back with a, another crack, a box of cracker set, and it's exactly the same set of crackers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, come out of the same factory, just rebranded for Morrison's. Um, and it's got a selection of six in it. Beetroot and seed cracker, cracked pepper water cracker. Um, and by the way, cracker has different meanings around the world. I do appreciate that. <laughs> it's meant in the cheese and biscuits sense. Uh, rosemary cracker, sea salt and chive cracker, stone ground wheat cracker, and a sweet wheat cracker. Sweet wheat is probably my least favourite there. The beetroot mm, one's funky. It's a bit like a good. digestive, isn't it? Yeah. That's a bit, bit too, bit bit too sugary. much. Mm. Recommended with a, what does it say? A white Stilton, so you're not having it, Rob. Um, but the, the rosemary um, one is good. Can definitely recommend that, and the sea salt and chive one also good. That that'd be my first choice. Sea yeah. salt and chive, yeah. And they've gone for a cheese bob with these crackers with no butter. Would you go for butter or? Mm, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Proper butter too. Yeah, not. I can't believe it's not spready stuff. Nah, Al- Aldi Lur pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dane pack, or whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Love the stuff. Uh, FA Cup third round. We've Yay! Got Cardiff away. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, really good fun. <laughs> Yeah, for, another grind, another struggle, but it might be on telly, so that'll be fine. Yeah, it was televised last time, wasn't it? Yeah, was which it against Cardiff in the FA Cup. If you're not a fan of a particular over a particular age, or you don't remember it, whatever, uh, you're a newer fan. 
that was the was it 2002 that FA Cup game? Early it was, yeah. And that was the thing that essentially people look at and say that started the decline. That was the start of it all starting to fall apart. Yeah, we didn't win for like two months after that, which yeah. completely knackered our Champions League qualification. We eventually missed out by a point that season, but yeah, that was the we were uh, quite a pivotal moment. We were top of the league when we went there, weren't we? Mm. And they were in the third tier, but it was a nice, ha- happy atmosphere at least. <laughs> Chucking bottles of piss they were across the... This mm. was before they went to the new Cardiff City Stadium, of course. It was in um, Ninian Park, wasn't it? And mm. the away fans were netted off from the home fans. But you could still... Because the net was quite big, you could probably... I think you could arc a bottle of piss through it. I've, I've been in that way. And, and coins. And coins definitely get through it. Yep. So, both giving and receiving is what I what I saw when I was there. Um, yeah, coins can get through it still. But yeah, it'll be good fun with all that. And what, a, what a terrible tie we've got, did you see the weird stats as well about how many away ties we've had in the FA ten Cup in, 10 in a row yeah the chances were something like not point not 0.5% or something one more and we've got the record haven't we yeah it is ridiculous that we've, we never get a bloody home game in these things because mm. it was like the, the Barnsley League Cup game earlier this season felt like a massive novelty because it almost feels like we never get those mm. which I mean, is probably it, not true but it doesn't help that we don't play many Cup games either <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. We do tend I meant, to make quite a swift exit. I meant to quip when I announced this. When I read this off the sheet, it's our annual tie. That's the, the one in the FA Cup. Um, but I've ruined my own joke now. Hey, um, when it comes to Christmas, first of December today. Uh, have you opened your advent calendar this morning? You're never too old to have an advent calendar, Rob. Do you know what? I haven't got one. I remember uh, the other year, my mum actually got me one. It was like a charity one, and it didn't have any chocolate in it. And I was oh like, my God. I was like, Mum, I know it's for charity, but this is just not on. <laughs> you, you throw it out. Take that back, Mrs. Yeah. Conlon. Ask for a refund, please, off those ill children. <laughs> so you get um get my money back. So you get to look at a small picture. It's not really crap. Yeah, with maybe in the Victorian era a little picture might have been something to look at. I mean, you could you could have maybe had an hour on that when, 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 was, when there was no telly. When I was a kid, it was mostly just pictures. The chocolate thing was a later mm. invention. I do vaguely remember a just picture one, but I think, I think to be honest, I think I may have been forced to have it after I'd eaten all the chocolates in one go at some point. <laughs> well, you cracked open all 24? I think I might have done that one year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Why wait? Live for today. <laughs> <laughs> might be dead by the 25th. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> a bleak view even as a child. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the fucking morbid obesity you're carrying around from eating all that chocolate. Is that the turkey in the oven? Yeah. <laughs> I might as well get on with it. <laughs> uh, speak, just speaking of event calendars and circling back to cheese, my wife has bought me a cheese advent calendar. I haven't opened the first one yet. Is it I've... refrigerated? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, although the milk spilt on it the other day and I basically ruined it. So what I've got now is 24 small bags of cheese in the in the fridge. <laughs> I need to get through. Uh, demystified it. Yeah, a little bit. The magic's gone now. Uh, when it comes to Christmas, are you going to be buying a new retro shirt from the club shop? Struggle to accept this. Uh, you, are you annoyed about this? Get it off your chest, go on. It's the Netflight shirt from like two years ago, it feels like. So it's, this is the Netflight shirt with the blue stripe next to the Leeds badge down one side of the shirt, which is just awful. It wasn't even a good shirt at the time. Say, yeah, I mean, two years is pushing it. I was going to say, my <laughs> yeah. problem with it is more that it's just a crap shirt. Yeah. I mean, it's not even got Macron branding on it. Which is a shame because that really elevates it. Well, mm. on the, some of the older ones, like the it's been made by Scordraw, I think, hasn't it? Or um, uh, yeah, because some of the the Admiral ones have got the proper branding, haven't they? But like the Umbro ones, it kind of misses something, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean Macron, is it missing or not? So I did notice someone saying that it looks like the Netflights will peel straight off, which is a a very good replica of the original because I do remember in the Macron era, you, you, Ellen Road was just a sea of people with bits of shirt peeling off, like the little men used to come off the shoulders. Yeah. Macron, the, spon- the sponsor came off. There was normally something written on the back of it that had come off. Did Josh say acorn? <laughs> no, 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 it's ma- Macron. <laughs> it did. Not anymore. 
Not anymore. Right, I'll get you one of those. If we do Secret Santa here in the office, then I'll um, I'll make sure to get to get to get you one of 2009's, those. 2009s. That's that's not retro yet, is it? Did we do anything notable that year? I've got pants shirt? older than that. Is it? Is that the the old Trafford shirt? Yeah, that's the shirt. Yeah. Scored in, right? Ah, so we wore that that one the season we got promoted. So that's why they're selling it as a retro shirt. But we actually got promoted in the next season's mm, one, yeah. which was the really nice white one, wasn't mm. it, with the round collar? Not that fucking mess. Um, <laughs> Paddock is not bled on it. Very true. Is that it for today then for the World Cup diary? Anything more to add? We've chatted about cheese. We've chatted about Christmas. Uh, imprisoning people in cellars. Anything else? <laughs> no, not unless you've got anything else. Have you got a cellar? I haven't got a cellar. No, no, uh, neither have I. Got a loft. Not that anyone knows about anyway. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> We'll speak to you next time. The Square Ball Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.